Hello and welcome to Comp. It's been a while. Uh, I'm in a new location. I no longer have a closet to record in. So now I'm in an even more awkward position. I am in the lounge of my, the basement lounge of my new building, which is, it, it reminds me of, I, I think we've talked about Katie Beers on the show. Um, if you're from Long Island, you know Katie Beer. She's the uh, victim who went to Spaceplex. Actually, never went to Spaceplex. I think we've covered this before on the show, but we might have some new listeners. But uh, her family friend was supposed to bring her to an arcade. I was supposed to go to that arcade the same day, but she went missing. They, they thought she went missing from the arcade, and they uh, she ended up in a dungeon. Uh, we found this out months later, but you know, we all thought that they took her from the Spaceplex, but really, that was my soda. This is in the morning. I need my soda. Um, but yeah, so they brought, he, uh, he built a basement dungeon for this girl, and uh, that's where he put her. He never took her to Spaceplex, and that's what this feels like. They had pictures of the dungeon drawn. They drew them out in the papers, and she was chained to a wall and was fed salami and had Nintendo, which is, you know, I probably would I'm not saying I want to get molested, but you know, it seems like I, mean, I had a Nintendo. I shouldn't. I shouldn't try to put myself in the place of a molestation victim early in the morning. She so probably wasn't. You know, most kids had Nintendo. I don't think you know that was a incentive, and I don't even think it was Super Nintendo. And like that was around then. Like he probably had. He probably has a fucking Atari Twenty Six Hundred, just making her play Pong while he fucked her. It's terrible. I feel bad for her. She's doing okay, I think. Uh, she wrote a book or something. Um, awful. But that's that's how it is what this place feels like. It feels like, I mean, it's got like a pool table, but like one of the legs is missing. And they replaced it with like foam plates and napkins. Like the, not the leg, the foot. There's like a foot. And it seems like something you could easily just go online. And like there's, there's a plaque with the name of the pool table on the fucking pool table. With the company name, you could probably call that company and be like, "Hey, can I get a new foot?" And they give it to you. Um, but they haven't done that. It's been months, at least this way, probably years. Um, and then I try playing pool on it anyway, because like whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not a good pool player. My strokes suck, so why not fucking um, try? You know, just fucking improve my stroke. And then uh, there's holes in the in the bottom of the thing. So when you when, when you get a fucking pool ball in there it'll just fall out and if they're chasing it like an asshole bending over it's probably, it's probably again it's probably some kind of trick where like they you know I, I, when i did it nothing happened but i feel like certain times there's, cause there's a weird folding closet where the oil burners are and i feel like the guy who'll come out and when you bend over he'll try to fuck you like you'll go you'll bend over like to pick up the pool ball hopefully you're alone from his perspective maybe because i wasn't alone i think lucy was with me that time but if I wasn't there, uh, someone would have came out of the closet and fucked me in the ass. And that would have been, well, it depends. I mean, maybe it feels good. I'm not, not going to rule it out. But you don't want it to happen. If you want to fuck me, you know, just say so and we'll, we'll work it out. But, you know, don't, don't fucking, don't fucking, you know, rig some pool table to drop balls and I got to pick them up and you're going to fuck me. I'm, I'm wearing pants anyway. I mean, I don't even know what the bending, this is. I didn't come up with this torture system. The foosball table works. That's nice. I, mean, I don't know what kind of guy would even like be pers- dis- dissuaded by Lucy being there. Because, you know, Lucy's not a huge person or even a big person. She's a small person. You know, if I was a, a 
pool ball rapist. I feel like, you know, that that guy should not be, he probably just push her and keep, keep, like, I picture a scenario where she, I'm being raped and she's just like trying to stop, but he's just going like, what are you going to do about it? She'd probably get a knife. She's a good girl, but you know, these are things I worry about or just think about. I'm not worried. I mean, if it happens, it happens. But it's a strange lounge, the bug zapper, because every time I've been in here, there's just fucking bugs. It's a it's a thing they put in the basement. It's like a big room. If it's echoey, we'll we'll figure it out. I mean, it's the first time I'm recording down here. We'll see. Uh, at any minute, anyone can come in. I don't think they will. No one's ever in this lounge. It's a nice couch, nice L couch, and a foosball. There's TVs hooked up to the wall, but there's like beanbag chairs on the floor. This place is like if a it's what you like if you were trying to set up a like a child care center in like a war zone, like if you were in Iraq, but not like not like in the you know American soldier in Iraq or like a contractor who, but just like if this was like wartime Iraq, and like the Republican, this is like the Republican guards, uh, like daycare center, like no one's in here. They got a shitty pool table, it doesn't work. You know, Uday and Husay, you know, probably out there like abusing your parents and they put you down here um, and you just fucking, there's bugs and there's fucking, you know, a pool table doesn't work and there's beanbag chairs and like, it's great. And, you know, and like there's TVs and there's like, I guess you hook up the, there's a fucking Amazon fire stick or some shit. You can put your Netflix in, but like, I don't know where you would sit. Like, they're so far from the couch. I mean, I don't know who would come down here. I guess they're like for parties. I should throw I should throw a live podcast down here. I think that'd be bad. I don't want people knowing the building. They'd come and fuck me upstairs. Not my fans. You wouldn't do that. I shouldn't be worried about that. But I'm I'm constantly concerned that people are trying to you know assault me. Um. Yeah, I mean, I woke up this morning pretty relieved. Um. So I've been doing keto. I you know it's been a while since we talked, but um, I feel like. Yeah, we haven't done one since I've been doing you, you probably listened to me on Tim Dillon show. Uh, you've heard that I'm doing keto. And it's going good overall. I piss onto the strips. They turn purple. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm losing weight. I don't know how much. Don't ask me how much. I don't weigh myself. You know, it's just when we have a scale. I'm too big to even for even most. I have to buy like some dust like fat person scale that's made for fat people and that's just depressing that's the thing about when you lose weight you don't know when you first start you just at a point of abject like depression uh not in the whole life but when you think you still that's the thing you don't think about being fat you just fucking like you, you uh put it aside and you fucking you know you kind of have like a cognitive dissonance so the last thing you want is just some fucking fat person scale it's just called like like just the guy who sells it to you is just like fucking disgusted. You buy it at Target or something, but even they wouldn't have it at Target. They'd have it at some fucking weird like fitness store. They have to like go into Long Island on some fucking strip mall where they sell like teacher supplies. Was, those are the weird stores like Brook. What do they call those places? Brook Supply. Where you buy like not Carhartt. You can buy Carhartt at Bob stores, but you buy these fucking like those fluorescent vests and the fucking. Like, they have just certain dickies. You can buy dickies at Walmart, but not these dickies. They're, like, different dickies that, like, you know, it's where you go when you work out, like, as a nurse and you buy your scrubs, I guess. But, like, you know, and then there's teacher supply stores where you buy those little fucking inspirational posters and the alphabet fucking cardboard things that go on the wall. 
things like that. They probably have like a fat fitness store where you can just buy like oversized yoga pants and like fucking a dildo that like fucking get some of the gunk out of your ass, like a fucking enema. But it's like, you know, but see, like a, I think a regular person uses an enema, but a fat person has to use like a fucking, something kind of like dildo. And like it's something harder or something. I mean, you basically have to fuck your ass because uh, you have so much compacted, uh, you know, gummy bears and stuff up there. Whatever. We're, you know, this is not important. But the point is, uh, I don't have a scale. But I've been doing keto. And um, the other night, I've, I realized... See, I've done keto a few times before. It always works if you do it right. You know, it's just this isn't rocket science. But um, I never realized that one of my favorite foods, chili rellenos, if I'm saying that correctly. Hey, look, if I have Mexican fans who think I'm abusing my saying it right, you know, you come at me on Twitter, say, you know, you're a freaking jingoist. I don't care. I mean, rellenos, if you spell it, it's spelled like rellenos, R-E-L-L-E-N-O-S, or maybe one R-E-L-E-N-O-S. So I'm not like that. I'm not, I'm not some turd going, give me Trelly Relinos. No, it's like Relinos or something. I think the Latin languages tend to make that OS like, yo, so Relinos, right? I mean, whatever. So I'm, I I realized, like, you know, it's basically, I never knew tomatoes were keto for a long time. I, mean, I still don't get why. It's a fruit. It's got seeds. It's, it's tasty. It shouldn't be keto. But uh, apparently it is. So... You can basically get like, you know, relatively low carb tomato sauce or I mean, I'm not even using that. But, you know, when you get it on when you get it on fucking takeout, like you can basically eat chili rellenos, I think it hasn't it hasn't fucked up my pissing, you know, the pissing on the on the strips. It still goes purple or like, you know, light purple. You know, it, it varies. But the point is, uh, I tried making it myself. I got a fucking recipe for keto chili rellenos. Uh, fucking casserole i guess and i uh made the, i couldn't find whole green chilies at the supermarket i live in you know bushwick uh which is you know i think a hispanic neighborhood i think there's a lot of hispanic people here i mean there's a lot of you know hispanic restaurants and people seem to speak spanish plenty so you think they have more uh stuff then you know when you live in long island but i guess those whole green chilies really are kind of a americanized thing it's some kind of horse shit like tex-mex thing because i thought you know it's one of those things maybe like oh because they have serrano peppers and jalapeno peppers and maybe we call them chilies but they're serrano peppers i mean i figured because i'm looking at it for a while i couldn't find whole green chilies so I'm like oh, it's probably these serrano peppers so i open up these goddamn peppers later and i fucking Cut I slice them, put them on my nice cutting board, um, and there's like seeds in there. Like you know, if you I've been around the block, the seeds are where the hot is, right? It's where the spices. So I fucking wash out these goddamn peppers, and I fucking, you know, um, make the goddamn casserole. I fucking, but you know, it's a layer of peppers, a layer of jack cheese, a layer of peppers, a layer of mozzarella cheese, a lot of cheese. I mean, it's well, maybe a little too much cheese, but um, and then you beat three eggs and heavy cream together, and that's like the weird flanny thing. It's too eggy. I mean, as I was eating, it was too eggy. I thought it was a little spicy. I washed out the seeds. I fucking w- wake up. This is the point of the story. I wake up at 4 a.m., just like nervous and anxious and i like like when i was a kid maybe oh this might this we might be under a breakthrough here the lights might turn off soon i might have to turn the lights these lights are on a timer 
I feel like, you know, I, I don't know who would be down here hanging out on, on, on 15 minute spurts. That's how you know it's not made for hanging out because, like, these lights are made to turn off. So it's like almost like 15 minutes and then you get fucked by the man in the closet. But uh, anyway, so I'm going to have to stop it in a second to turn the lights back on. Um, but yeah, so I wake up in an anxious, I wake up scared, basically, like a scared child, um, hoping I would be spooned by Lucy, but she was asleep. So I'm just nervously, and I, I forgot, it's been so long since I felt this way that I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I've been drinking too, so I thought, and you start getting reflective, you start thinking about your choices, the bad choices you made, just how, what kind of mediocre fat person you are, uh, that, you know, you're a slob, all these bad thoughts. Never suicide. I'm not a suicidal guy, but you know, and I realize, oh, it's just these pepper. You know, it might be the peppers. It might be these fucking that I fuck up with the peppers. But you know, at that point, it's kind of like knowing that you're depressed. It doesn't really help that much because you're still just anxious and you're nervous. Oh, the lights turned off. Hold on. Let me pause. Can I pause this? Hold on a second. I'm sitting in the dark. Maybe I should just sit in the dark. I'll just sit in the dark. So you're sitting there, you know, in the fucking the peppers, and this is so creepy. I'm just now I'm sitting in the lounge. If someone walks in, I'm just some fucking guy talking about like that. My nervous, like not even shitting yet. We're not talking about shitting part of the story. We're just me describing, like you know, I was I was cramped and nervous. I was cramped, and I'm just like they're gonna fucking. I will, I'm gonna be the creep, um, but whatever. This is. I used to be in the closet, now I'm here. If it's too echoey, we'll figure it out later, but uh, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm just laying there. I think I've managed to fall back asleep, and I wake up, and uh, it, it, it burned. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm a grown man, and you're probably grown people. I don't have to tell you what it's like to um, burn when you shit, but whatever. It, it, it came out the other side, and I realized it was the peppers, like, for, for real. Like, oh, it was the peppers. It's fine. I have nothing to be depressed about. I'm a, I'm a beautiful angel. I'm a beautiful person. But um, the, then, so I, but this carried through the rest of the day. I mean, I had, a, I had fucking pains all day. And what did I do last night? I made more chili rellenos. But I used different, pe- I went to Whole Foods to fi- try and find the green chilies because I don't want to feel nervous anymore. Uh, I don't want to be all like, you know, an anxious, nervous, you know, just like constantly living. Because that, that's how you become like a fucking neurotic mess is by constantly eating hot peppers and waking up in a panic and fucking, you know, just blaming society for the fact that you can't just stop being a pig. All right. Uh, I, I guarantee you half of depression is because people just go to these Tex-Mex joints. Everyone's all depressed and fat. Stop eating peppers. Peppers. They're made to, you know, maybe you put a couple jalapeno slices on a nacho, you know, or on a plate of nachos. You know, not every nacho, you know, not not everything needs to be spicy. Why are we eating all this spicy food? I mean, South American, you know, Mexican, they, they do it. I mean, they get used to it, but I mean, are those, or is that, like, I'm not saying, like, you know, they're better or worse than us, but, like, or, or just because they do it doesn't mean, that, you know, yeah, they're not fat, but they also have their own problems. I mean, I'm saying, but we have a lot of weird issues in this country. Because we here's the problem. We don't work. Like, people in other, you know, countries, you know, they work in uh, farming, which we used to do. When we were farmers, we could eat jalapenos, and you just shit in the field. And what's the difference? But now we're just cooped up in cubicles and we're fucking, you know, open office plans. Cubicles are one thing. At least you get fart, and no one really can, you know, 
look you in the eye and tell you that you're farting. They probably know. They probably know what corner cubicle the smell tends to come from. But you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind. If they, if, it, if no one, because people don't have the balls to confront you when you fart in an office. If you're at a cubicle, I mean, most people don't. If it, you know, the people, if you had the balls to do that, you'd probably rise to management and not be in the cubicle anymore. So you're just one of these grunts living with a fat turd who fucking farts because he eats too many goddamn peppers, and that's. Uh, but an open office is probably that's probably why they made open offices. It's where I sit in an open office, so it's just like you know, everyone just kind of knows and they and they look at you and they scorn you. Um, but yeah, so I try. I, I went to a couple of different places. No one has whole green chilies. I mean, they have diced whole green chilies, but that's not what you want. You want you know not diced have diced green chilies, not diced whole green chilies. But you want the whole green ones. I managed to find chopped ones, which worked out fine because you got to chop them anyway. So I got the chopped whole green. But this took forever. I went to one supermarket, then I went to Whole Foods, and Whole Foods is a nightmare, by the way. Can we talk about Whole Foods? I mean, so I'm waiting. I'm on a waiting list to be delivered food from Whole Foods. They have this Amazon delivery service. Someone at work was doing it. They described, and I'm immediately thinking rotisserie chickens being delivered to me. Three times a day, um, you know, uh, it sounds nice. I mean, I fucking I don't know if they have a limit. I fucking, some, I'm sick of seamless. All I get is fucking Chinese ribs. I mean, this is why I'm doing the chili reunions in the first place. Because like the only takeout I get, I get it all the time, is Chinese ribs with no sauce. Now I know what you're thinking. Like they're they're still kind of red. They have they still have some like initial sauce on it. Maybe, but you know, trial and error with the piss strips, they work. Uh, you know, it burns off. I don't know. I'm not a fucking nutritionist. You love everyone loves to give a fat man advice on fucking dieting, as if like, trust me, most fat people you know have dieted before. They probably lost weight and gained it. Don't fucking give me like I know more than you. Like you're just some fucking skinny fuck who doesn't you know uh, have to worry about it. Maybe you want to lose five or ten pounds to get your fucking abs correct but you know you don't 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 give me your advice because you you played football in high school so you fucking you and you you know fucking lifted some weights i fucking you know i've lost and gained you know your entire body six times over ah, excuse me sitting in the dark here the only light i had i had to light the bug light which is nice i'm being lit by a bug light um so yeah, so I mean these Chinese ribs, and look, they're nice. They, they, they when you first get it, it's like oh, this is a great diet. It becomes nauseating. It becomes a goddamn like chore to chew through these ribs, and like you're just tearing through. You get sick of it. I mean, you get sick of eating rot- the rotisserie chicken's nice, but like it's just greasy. You just want a piece of. I don't want bread. I just want like be able to not eat this. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't crave bread or sweets much. I mean, I would like a nice piece of pita bread and a gyro. I mean, gyros are great. I will always crave a gyro. But, I mean, it's fine. But you, you're trying to find alternatives. And uh, you can cook them. I mean, look, cooking chicken at home. I cook fucking drumsticks. Perfect. I'll eat that every day. Whatever. But when you're out and you're, you know, you're trying to get something like, I should prepare. What, you tell, you tell me I should prepare food and bring it to work? Sure. Yeah. I should also not have been fat in the first place, all right? We're working with what we got. I'm, I'm a little bit of a mess. So, um, what's my point? I fucking go to Whole Foods. Uh, and this, oh, so on, I'm on the Amazon waiting list, right? So, 
I haven't gotten it yet. So I show up at the Whole Foods. I mean, it's just saturated with people. It's like a fucking death camp. But instead of killing you for your, you know, based on your race and gender and sexual orientation, they just sell you food. So it's not like a death camp. But it's a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I go downstairs. I fucking try to find my chilies. They have chopped green chilies, but they're organic. So like three bucks a can instead of $1.50, whatever. I mean, I guess this means no one Or is organic more or less likely to have human shit in it? I'm not really sure. But I get my two little cans. I mean, it's chaos there. It's chaos at goddamn Whole Foods. You go back up the escalator. Everything's in the basement. Not everything. Most of it's in the basement. Upstairs, they have like a meat carving bar where you can meet people. And um, why don't... I mean, it's not really that. It's just a place where they serve. But why don't I do that? I can make them... Because people in this stupid city are so bad at finding love. Um, you know, the one perk, I guess, of stand-up comedies, you can find people who are kind of on your same wavelength. And that's uh, how me and Lucy met. We're also maniacs, but whatever. Point is, like, most people don't have that. They don't. They go home, they do their stupid job, they go home, and they fucking uh, never, you know, I, I can make a meat bar. I can make a bar where people carve meat together. But, like, you don't. You can't bring couples. Like, no couples. I mean, you probably get shut down by, you know, this, the mayor because you're not allowed to do that probably. But, um or people pretend to be a couple. I mean, it'd be, it'd be good for swingers because, you know, you just pretend not to be a couple and then, you know, by the time the seduction happens and it's like, well, there's another guy here or another girl here and you're like, why not? Just stick, both stick hands in me. Whatever. That's what I would say. You know, two guys and... I mean, I, I'm, not saying, I'm saying if I was looking for a girl and two guys just wanted to stick hands in me, like, I mean, it depends. If I found a girl, yeah, you know, next time, guys. But, the, you know, at 1 a.m., you know, it's at 1 a.m. in the bar. You make different choices. So at you know one a.m. if I'm at the meat slicing bar and these two guys have just been you know slicing up some venison with me, like hey let's stick our hands in you. All right, sure. Let me feel something. So we should make the bar. It'd be a bar where you slice meat, you know, with strangers, and then you, you just talk over it, and then it's still booze um, because you know. No one's going to be like slight, you know, you imagine sober people slicing meat together, just sociopaths that would go to that bar. Ooh, be fun. Be fun times. Just, can you just serve Coke? No, right? It's not legal, so you can't. But I mean, imagine just instead of a bar, you would just have Coke and then maybe like a, a, some like watered down beer. Fun times. Uh, so the meat slicing bar, what's my point? Oh, they have that slice. The point is everything's in the basement. So you go down in the basement and you're seeing these fucking... It's it's bizarre. It, it's so these people just carrying like they're it's the prime people, it's the people who work for the prime delivery service, and it's just like a small woman like pushing and pulling at the same time two different carts full of bags of prime. Which I guess have been you know she's got to go around because fucking places like it's like a supermarket in Long Island or wherever you're from, but like on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon when it's really busy, when my mom used to always want to go, I hate supermarkets, all right? I, growing up, I feel like I spent a quarter of my life in a supermarket. I can't even explain to you the feeling I get when I go into, I hate it. I mean, I would go in there with my mom, she would do the big shopping, but I mean, she would just go around what felt like hours, what felt like fucking hours, just picking out yams or fucking, you know, 
hostess cake, whatever the fuck. I don't know why. When I finally became a man and started doing my own food shopping, I'm in. I get the things I need. I go out. I don't know what she was doing. Was she having an affair inside the supermarket? I mean, I would spend as much time as I could in that aisle with the comic books uh, and the toys, the shitty toys, but still there's something to look at. So maybe she was like off with the butcher. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to disparage my mother. Good for her if she was. But I mean, I don't know what was taking so goddamn long. It enrages me. I mean, now you see I'm getting more amped up. I'm getting a little more fierce. I should think about uh, supermarkets every time I record the podcast. You know, this is a, we're getting back in the groove of it. So maybe that'll be my new mantra is thinking about a fucking stop and shop every time I fucking before I hit record. Because I fucking hate these places. They fucking bring out a, a, a pressure on my brain. And, uh, I go in there, I'm fu- I just fucking, I go straight to the aisles, I fucking, it, it, it's, it's easy as shit, I don't know what these people are doing, um, I, it's baffling to me, so I'm in Whole Foods, and these people are just like, like wandering around, I don't understand pe- people in the city, in general, I don't understand, We're like, what is it like in Wyoming, where you're from, like, do you not come from a place where you should, like, where it's like is there like five people in, like, in the town? And so, like, you're never in anyone's way. So you don't even know what that's like. You're not even looking behind you. You stop in the middle of nothing. Not, not even, like, not even like, oh, like, there's some fucking yeast I need to buy. No, it's just, like, in the middle of the open area, which is pretty clogged up. And you just stop to just, I don't know, like, just fucking think. You're just thinking about how you, you, your husband's probably cheating on you or your wife's going to murder you. I mean, I guess. I guess people just, like, fucking living scared lives in supermarkets uh but it's enraging and this woman i mean i I hate it enough but this woman's pushing two carts amongst all these people and it's probably you know more versions of her it just got me thinking like this is the future because like i won't be using i won't be in this situation soon as soon as amazon gives me this fucking you know i mean they probably do it just to like get exclusiveness or maybe they maybe they only have to hire more people like her i don't know why i'm waiting I mean, I feel like I've bought enough crap off Amazon that they should fucking bump me to the head of the line, but whatever. But that's the thing. I'm not going to be doing it. I'm not going to be in this situation. I'm going to be just fucking clicking things on a, on a phone, and they're going to bring me my groceries. And that's the future. It's because she is living in hell. This is the worst. Like, for me, this is the worst thing you could possibly. Like, if you, if you offered me this job, I would take the job just so I could afford a gun to shoot myself in the face. That's how much I hate this job. I would never do it. I mean, I would do it for that period of time. I mean, it probably doesn't pay that well, so it would take a while to save up money for a gun. I mean, nah, guns aren't that expensive. You can still get a gun in a sports authority or whatever. I mean, you know, I bought a gun drunk once, whatever. I mean, all the more reason we should have some regulation because, you know, I was on Applebee's, and we were like, hey, you want to buy a shotgun? And we just went to a sports store. And just, I mean, the guy probably was like, should I say something? But his boss probably, it's probably that kind of thing where it's like, well, he was drunk. Oh, how drunk was he? And then like, you know, like, like, you have to be like so drunk that it's like you're, you're, you're berating people. Or well, I don't know. I, I can't imagine. Point is, I did it. So I'm not speaking out of turn here. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a technically, yeah, I love guns. You know, people act like, you know, I'm not one of these guys going, oh, regulate. I mean, do whatever you want. What am I ta- I'm talking about the fact that, you know, if I if I was asked to do this job, I'd shoot myself. Uh, and I might be a suicide guy. I guess I could just not take the job. But 
Yeah, that's going to be the future is, is people like her are just living in the most abject hell you could think of. And then we're all just sitting in our apartments, just fucking watching The Office again. We're just watching the episode of The Office where Stringer Bell's there and he's the new boss. And we're just waiting for this person to wade through hell. She's literally wading through like a kiddie pool of dead children, I guess. Um, whatever hell is for you. Maybe for you, hell is lemon cakes. You hate lemon cakes. It doesn't matter. She's uh, To me, it's a supermarket, and she's just living. But I'm not, like, rich. That's the thing. Like, my job is better than that, but it's like, you know, it probably won't exist in a year. Everything is going bad. So the future will all be us, like, trading hells. We're going to be trading different versions of hell. For me, like, oh, I, I really don't want to be the supermarket. But, like, I worked at a morgue, and I cleaned human shit out of dead people's asses. And, you know, I didn't love that part of it, but I, it was fine, whatever. So, like, and for other people, wouldn't want it. Some people wouldn't want to clean the shit out of a dead person's ass. So, I mean, for, and, like, so that's their hell. So we're just trading hells to each other. It's like baseball cards. Like, some people have to, like, you know, uh, shoot, uh, you know, small animals that we don't even need just to, you know, prove a point. Because that's going to be the future. It's just, like, we have to, like, the future is going to be so bad that we have to reestablish our dominance in nature. And it's going to be, like, bunnies that, like, are trying to, like, you just have to shoot them just so, like, other bunnies, you know, tell bears that, you know, these guys are still, they're still not fucking around. Because, you know, global warming, everyone's going to be kind of pressed to get you know, away from the coasts, I guess. Uh, and it's going to be a mass migration of animals. And uh, they're, they're going to they're gonna try and reassert themselves. It's kind of like when you get to a new... What's it like? Yeah, it's like, it's like when your boss dies, I guess. And all the fucking schmucks in the, in the cubicles will try to vie for his position. Or maybe he just leaves the company. Why is everything death? But yeah, that's what's going to happen in this country. It's going to be uh, over the next, I guess, 30 years. Unless you're one of these people who thinks global warming is not going to exist. Maybe it won't. I mean, it's, it seems to clearly be happening. I mean, why, it, all the scientists say it is. But it's also maybe technology will save us. I mean, Bill Gates just built this fucking... Yeah, if, if it's the first time you're listening, this thing tends to fucking... Uh, bifurcate this podcast and fork forks in the road we'll get back to the whole foods in a second but people talk about global warming and uh look it's really happening did we cause it yeah most likely or, or if not we look even if we didn't cause it like uh, on a fundamental level well no that doesn't even make sense. i was gonna say well if we didn't cause it maybe like we could still you know, uh, reduce our output. But, you know, if we're not the ones causing it, why would that matter? But that's what they're trying to get. It's really, it's, when you grow up in this country and you think like, oh, the CIA, they're there, like, like they're doing bad shit, but they're doing it like to balance, like, you know, some kind of greater good for America. That's the big, the big twist, at least in my life mentally, with like, you know, they're evil, you know, they do bad things and not doing it for like the, some great good. But it is kind of the business of like of, of living like empire. You know, it's almost like, you know, well, if we don't do this, then, you know, people run out of oil, it'll be chaos in the streets and just maintaining oil. It's like, all right, all right, I guess. And then you realize at a certain point, oh, they're literally just doing it for like, you know, uh, United Fruit cause, or like for BP oil. Like it's just literally on behalf. It's just so one guy can make more money. 
And it's just, that's what this fucking global warming shit is. But uh, the point is, e- either way, there's the idea that you can just tunnel out the other side of it, not by like reducing. Cause, look, the, the, the conspiracy theories seem to revolve around, which I, you could buy this part of it, that revolve around the idea that it's all just uh, an elaborate um, ruse to like try to like get the third world uh, to not industrialize, to get China not to industrialize, which I guess, I don't know if it's the third world, it's still a developing nation because it's just so big. Um, that's, you know, I mean, some people, it's, it's the most wealthy nation in the world. I don't know. We probably still are, but who knows how that works? It's all fake. But um, yeah, so like, you know, it's just there to kind of like try and stifle the developing world, which like, I'm not saying they wouldn't do that. Um, they definitely would do that. If and maybe they're maybe they're exploiting that. Who knows? But the point is, there's a tendency to try to de-technologize. That's not a word, but like to de-escalate technology and output and carbon output. But then there's the idea you could burrow, burrow, burrow. Sorry, I mumble. Burrow out the other side because Bill Gates just fucking. I mean, he didn't build it. He he's one of the early founders of this fucking. Um, this company that makes solar panels that uh, use AI to like with mirrors and, they, and, they, and they're going to melt concrete with it. I don't know. The point is, it's going to help global warming. And so Bill Gates, the scumbag who made Microsoft and, 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 and you know, the antitrust, uh, he won his antitrust case, I guess, but it's only because Bush got in office, I think, and then started Iraq war. So they just call it Iraq war. Like it's a fucking video. Iraq war uh, coming to you in 2003. That'd be fun. Um, we should just call war. We, we we shouldn't say the Iraq War. Just call it Iraq War. Um, so I don't know. What's my point? Whole Foods. So we're gonna be trading hells to each other. But I tried to fucking get into. Uh, I tried to get in there. I tried to get into to get the. I, I did get in the whole mumbling. I'm, li- I'm sitting in the dark, surrounded by a bug light and a broken pool table. This is bizarre. I'm I'm getting used to it. We're gonna we're gonna grow together. So don't worry. This this podcast will probably be about forty five. Um, we'll go longer soon. I'm yeah. I'm I'm getting the the cobwebs off. Don't fucking. This is this is not like a natural thing to be t- rambling to yourself for an hour. You know, give me a break. So Whole Foods. <sighs> the thing is, I definitely didn't want to repeat the night before the you know the fucking the confusion. And and I was just look the anxiety. I felt like a child. You see, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to fucking get really anxious, and uh, I would pray a lot, like compulsively pray. I would say like I would have weird thoughts. I guess sexual thoughts, maybe as a kid, and, you, and you're ashamed into because I was a Catholic. I grew up very Catholic, and so you have sexual thoughts, and you, and you immediately start saying prayers to. You know, trying like I guess counteract that to God. So you start saying the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, other ones. There's other ones. Saint Michael's Prayer, uh, compulsively over and over again. And that was that was basically my childhood, like neurotically. I mean, I was also playing with action figures. It's not like I was just just you know, I wasn't some monk. But like that, I feel like that was at least that's that's most of what I remember is just being neurotically afraid of God and. um that's what the peppers did. The peppers brought me back to that kind of like, oh, look at that tit. And then just repeating the the, the the Hail Mary, whatever the fuck. Like, Hail Mary, full of grace, the glory of Because you looked at the tit or you fucking thought you may want to fuck your teacher. I don't know. 
Hold on, someone's coming in. Someone's in the bathroom, I think. There's a bathroom here, and people use it because their roommates are using the bathroom. Yeah, someone's pissing. They didn't turn the lights on. It's going to be awkward. They see me sitting in the dark. So I'm just sitting here alone. Yeah, so they're gone. Yeah, I mean, because there's a bathroom down here that you could use when you're uh, when you come down to have your little parties with a broken pool table and the broken f- and, the, and the working foosball table and the bug light. You know, maybe you're throwing a sweet sixteen party down here. I don't know, but there's a bathroom for those people. It's not a very nice bathroom, but you know, so because we have like a room. You know, me and Lucy have one room, and we have a roommate. Um, and you know, she'll spend a lot of time in the bathroom. It's weird. Like, she doesn't... We basically have full reign of the uh, living space, which I don't know if she likes, but she never uses it, and, like, we're just not going to not use it, and it's become a very... I can't stand people who don't assert themselves because, like, I'm not going to, like, at this point in my life, try to include you. Um, and I guess it is the benefit of being a couple is that even though we're pretty chill... I mean, I am i don't seem very chill, but Lucy's there. I think Lucy takes the edge off of me. Lucy's very nice. So it's like, you know, overall, I think we're true. I, I try to be nice. So I think it comes off like neutral at least. But, you know, even still, it's like we're a couple, so we overpower people. It's nice. But, I mean, she does use the bathroom a lot. Like, you know, an hour at a time, like multiple times a day. So I'll come down here to piss or shit or just, you know, think about things. Um, and that's what that person was doing. So um, apologies for the whispering. But, you know, Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not doing anything wrong. No one's going to say, well, they'll say, well, hey, what's going on? Why are you in the dark? Like, I was doing the podcast and lights went off and I didn't want to stop. I guess it makes sense, but like nothing feels like it makes sense in the moment. Things are always, it's like watching a TV show. Like, it's, it's, you know, we watch some old sitcom or some weird dumb movie where someone catch like, in some contrived horse shit where the fucking guy is like massaging his coworker because she just got in a car accident. But then his girlfriend comes and is like, why would you do that? And it's like, I mean, I guess that would be weird. I, they were more contrived than that because you still shouldn't be massaging a hot-titted co-worker even if she did, you know, run over a raccoon or something. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. Maybe, maybe she just found her dad was in 9-11. That was more of the shit. It would be like, my dad just died in 9-11 and then you hug the girl and then your girlfriend comes and is like, what are you doing? Cheating on me? And then no one just explains things. Like, in this case, I would just explain, like, hey, I'm just doing a podcast, and the lights went off, and I didn't want to stop, and they'd have to go, okay. Um, I mean, I look the way I look, and I sound the way I sound, so it wouldn't be great. It wouldn't just be like, you know, if I if I was, you know, let's just say the guy from Boy Meets World, um, Ben Savage, I guess, whatever show, whatever show you think of, if I was a protagonist of a sitcom, I'd be an affable, good-looking guy, and be like, Hey, that's what happened. They'd be like, oh, that's fine. So what's your podcast about? Me, it's more just like they'd still like scurry away. Like, all right. And then probably like report me to the building manager. And he'd be like, well, technically he did nothing wrong, but we'll keep our eye on him. You know, we'll, 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 you know, don't worry. We're not, we're not, you know, they'll be like, it does sound weird, but we can't get him yet. But if he does anything, we're watching him. 
And I wouldn't do anything because I'm, I'm doing nothing wrong. But that's how they view me because they, they think I'm shifty. I just look shifty. So what were we talking about before the lights went off? I don't know. Um, but they never explain themselves in those shows. It's always just like contrivance after contrivance. And then they have to like set up some scenario where like they, like they contrive a scenario where like they end up berating that person whose dad died in 9-11. They end up like just so the, the the girlfriend feels good. It's like you know he, he arranges a, a date with that girl. You know he asks her on a date, and then he asks, tells his girlfriend that like you know to come to this restaurant, and like you know just any time it perfectly. So he's just telling her like you know your dad probably planned. He was probably in the second tower planting bombs. Operation Vigilant Guardian, you dumb whore. And then the girlfriend walks in and is like, oh, you do love me. Like, yeah, fuck that pig. Her dad deserved to die in 9-11. And then the sitcom would end. Um, but they don't do, you know, that's, that's instead of just saying, hey, her dad died in 9-11. Um, whatever. They never just explain things. Um, so I got these goddamn chilies. And uh, I guess this is like a saga. This whole episode is just weird, like, detours. But the overall saga is the chili reinos. And me being scared by uh, panic, my panic, my scared gut. Um, so these regular, I mean, as far as I know, they're, they're whole green chilies. They're not fucking serrano peppers. So I go home. Lucy's out at some fucking writing event. Or I shouldn't. Doesn't matter where she was. She wasn't home. Uh, she's bettering herself, and I'm just sitting there like cooking food, drinking whiskey, and um, I make the the new, you know. Chilarienos, but they, they are so they, they they wanted me to put egg, three eggs, and a fucking heavy cream, and I made this before with condensed milk. Did I repeat this before? I forget, but I, it's, I don't think so. I think I was telling Lucy about, it. but there was condensed milk in the old recipe that I made years ago, which is really good. Um, but that had a lot of sugar in it, so I didn't get the condensed milk. I used the heavy cream. I didn't like the egg though. It, it felt it tasted like an omelet or a frittata. So I just left out the egg, but used heavy cream. I probably used too much heavy cream, or maybe I shouldn't have used any at all. But I figured, if you know, it probably gives it a little bit of like fl- flanny texture or whatever the fuck it is. And I cook, take it out of the oven, and it's soupy. Now, it's delicious. This is what chili rellenos did. They don't even taste like chili rellenos. This tastes like chili rellenos, but it was a little soupy. And I probably shouldn't have eaten it. They're not eating all of it, but I did eat all of it. I mean, I offered some to Lucy, and she was just immediately like, what are you doing? Like, you know, or do you use the same pepper? Like, no, they're different peppers. She didn't believe me. She asked me three times. Like, because she saw how scared I was. I got scared. And I was like telling her about it in the morning. And she was like, oh, it's so, so sad, baby. But then, like, think about it. I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, it's so sad, baby. And kind of cute that you were scared because you ate peppers and anxious. But then, like, the next day, I'm just doing it again. I'm just fucking eating pepper. I'm just, wow, I'm going to be so scared tonight. And, like, she's just like, what, why am I with you? You know, that's just, it's immediately, it's like that. People will forgive you one transgression like that. But if it's like being an alcoholic, I guess, or whatever. I mean, I guess people forgive alcoholics, but they don't forgive people who just keep eating peppers and getting and getting fatter and more scared every night. It's just not something you, who would want to live like that? But no, they were like, they were, they were whole green chilies. But honestly, there was a lot of cream in it. I think it was too much cream. And um, it was very rich. It was tasty. Um... But as soon as I was done, I got now because that's the thing. I got legitimately like pepper 
anxious from the food the night before. But now in this situation, I'm just fucking anxious that I'm going to get scared. And I, did I eat too much? I'm, try, I'm looking for antacids. Um, scurry. I have antacids buried in different bags or under different cabinets. Um, yeah, because you're eating these fucking ribs and shit. You eat a lot of meat. You need an acid. I'm not a young guy anymore. But, you know, my gallbladder is probably, I got to give it a break. I mean, I don't know how bodies work. But um, I got very nervous. I mean, I was, I was trying to find lactate. I couldn't find any. I mean, it was basically like a milk soup with peppers and cheese. Um, I really should have just started eating salads again. I don't know. Um, so I woke up this morning. I feel fine. You know, but I, I was, it's the compound. It's kind of like, um, I guess if you were in 9-11, you'd be scared. Or if you were in the Kennedy assassination as one of the guys who shot Kennedy besides Oswald, you'd be scared that CIA was going to murder you, which they did. I'm sure they all had legitimate scares. But, you know, if you were in one of these, you know, shooting, Parkland shooting, you're scared, but then you wake up with residual fear. That's what I had. I had residual fear of this pepper ass that I had. Um, I mean, I just don't eat a lot of peppers anymore. I mean, I think if you, if you, if you shouldn't be, I got to interview people maybe like as, as Patreon, maybe with Patreon, we'll do some interview episodes. I want to interview people who eat spicy food all the time and see, cause I used to eat more spicy food, but I, I still, I'll, I'll have hot sauce, but I mean, it's like, I, I want to do a study. Maybe why can't I get these scientists like Joe Rogan gets? I mean, that's a, that's not really a question. That's, that's obvious. And they wouldn't, you know, talk to me. But I'd love to, like, just talk to them and, like, just ask them, like, you know, if there is anyone ever tried to do a correlation of, like, overeating peppers and suicide rates or, like, you know, or molestations. Maybe, maybe people are acting out because of it. Maybe they're raping people. Maybe they're murdering, kidnapping people. I mean, I'm not saying peppers. You know, it's just it's the overeating of peppers and the effect it has on the gut. Because it, it it made me scared, and uh, I don't get scared of anything. I mean, to a fault. Like you know, I mean, I I don't. I, I used to be. I was telling. You, I used to all these like fucking prayers, just compulsive prayers. Because I would do. It, and I would get really nervous. Because like, I'd be a fucking kid. Like I wouldn't do my homework, and then Sunday night, I'm in bed, and just really you know nervous. And it's eventually, just clicked. I stopped giving a shit at all, and you know. I would I would do well on tests, not do any work in class, and you know get like a D. So I'm not some I'm not, it's not girl hunting or whatever whatever version of that where the guy's successful. It's just like you know classical failed potential kind of thing. So point is, but I don't care. Uh, so the fact that I was scared, it was a strange feeling. Um, yeah, so I guess it's the first episode back. Uh, I'll be doing this regularly. Um, not sure what day we'll figure we're gonna hash this all out and we're gonna try to do some patreon stuff we're gonna, we're gonna look i'm here all right you've been some people have been asking for it probably a lot more people haven't been asking for it but uh you know I'll, will i do it in the, in the basement again yeah probably we're also gonna do it my bed maybe we'll figure it out uh you can follow me go you know you also we have a new episode of our love is disgusting uh that came out a couple days ago so check that out um much more coherent probably but that's not look i would have assumed everyone liked the lover's disgusting more than this because this is crazy it's rambling but you, people seem to like it so enjoy it um but if you like also coherent stuff on top of this our love is disgusting it's me and lucy steiner you can follow me at ray Kump on twitter and instagram uh 
you can sign up for our Patreon. Uh, it's on my Twitter. Um, I don't have the names in front of me. Should I keep reading? I'll read the names, but thank you to all my Patreon subscribers. We'll do something nice for you guys. We'll, we'll figure it out. I feel bad. You know, I've been gone for a bit, but you guys have been loyal, and I'm going to reward that loyalty. So uh, have a great week, or maybe even a few days. Maybe I'll do a new one soon. Maybe, you know, I got more in the chamber, maybe. We'll see, but I'm coming back soon. 